Welcome to the Sewing Together podcast from AppletreeSewing.com. This is episode one. Thank you so much for listening to the Sewing Together podcast. This is our first podcast. Okay, so first I'll tell you a little bit about me and what I'm hoping to do with this podcast. I'll be sharing some sewing tips, sewing stories, um, what I'm working on. I'm really hoping to include some sewing community conversation. My plan is to put sewing questions out through my Facebook group and get some advice and share it here. And I'll also be sharing my advice with you. If you'd like to participate in the discussion, join my Facebook group by searching Apple Tree Sewing Patterns on Facebook. I'll try to post the questions in the group before I start writing up my show notes, so you'll have a chance to provide some feedback. So today's episode is just me. I'm going to tell you about me, my sewing history, and about what AppleTreeSewing.com is. I'll also be sharing with you my number one sewing tip. So what is AppleTreeSewing.com? It's my new sewing blog. It's actually a project for a graduate class that I'm taking. class I'm taking is on multimedia learning, and our final project is to incorporate different types of multimedia into a learning experience. On the blog, I'll be posting sewing-related tutorials. My first blog post is actually how to draft a gathered circle skirt using an old sheet. I've got a few blog posts planned. I'll show you how to create some cute pattern weights, how to sew a bandana bib that converts into a drool scarf. I also have a blog post planned where I'll show you how to hem a t-shirt in different ways. And then the big project one is going to be how to draft your own t-shirt using your measurements so it's going to fit you perfectly. So you might be wondering how I got to this point in my life where I decided to start a sewing blog and a podcast. Here it is. So my grandma has sewn my whole life and most of hers actually. She's retired from her sewing business now, but she used to do these local craft shows and I would join her and help her sell the things that she made. I was about 10 when I started helping her with these shows. I'm not sure how much help I really was. I mostly, I think I mostly just walked around and looked at things. But anyway, I would walk around and look at all these people's things they had for sale. And I would just be amazed at the things that they could create with their own hands. So when I was maybe 10, my grandma gave me one of her old sewing machines so I could practice. I didn't know how it worked, but my mom helped me. My mom had sewn a bit when I was a kid. She used to make our Halloween costumes every year and they were really pretty amazing. She made this really cool lion costume for my brother once that had this big mane that she made by cutting this faux fur fleece into strips. I think she still has it actually. It was really incredible. Anyway, I remember her helping me with things like how to load the bobbin or like troubleshooting if things weren't working right. All my projects back then were two things. I would either make stuffed animals or I would make these couture gowns. (laughs) Okay, not really couture gowns, but to me, they looked like couture gowns. I didn't have patterns, so I didn't know anything about how to make an arm sigh or a proper sleeve. I would just cut out my body shape and sew it together. I remember going to thrift stores with my mom to find old curtains and old sheets so that I could cut them up for my sewing projects. I loved creating things with this old sewing machine. In high school, I took home ec. 
in HOMAC, we learn cooking and sewing. And I think we learned about makeup too. But anyway, I learned how to properly follow a pattern and some of the technical skills needed for sewing. My HOMAC teacher was really good and I learned a lot from her. And I got pretty good at sewing. I continued to sew in high school, making mostly garments for myself. But when I started university, I started pursuing a degree in chemistry, which later turned into a degree in teaching, but I didn't really have any time to sew. So I didn't really sew at all during my university years. I maybe started a few things, but I don't think I finished a single thing. For about seven years, I took a hiatus from sewing, and then I became pregnant with my first beautiful, amazing son. And so when I was pregnant, I bought a sewing machine because at that point I had only had my grandma's old, old sewing machine and that was actually at my parents. So I didn't even have a sewing machine. So I bought a sewing machine because I wanted to make a baby quilt. And let me tell you, up until this point, I had only sewn stuffed animals and garments. And a quilt is not the same thing as a garment. A quilt is a lot harder than they look. Even simple ones, they're hard. To say I was unsuccessful would be an understatement. I didn't have a rotary cutter or any cutting rulers. I literally cut up two-inch triangles using this little triangle cardboard template I made and scissors. It was an epic failure. I was super tempted to pack up my new sewing machine and give up. But I knew that I wanted to get back into sewing, so I tried again. I decided I wanted custom bedding for the baby. I decided I'd start with a fitted crib sheet. I was more successful with this, but it took me five hours to make a fitted crib sheet. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't know how long a fitted crib sheet should take, an hour is probably more than enough time to block away for that project. Well, I was so proud of this polka dot fitted crib sheet I made, so I kept sewing. I sewed little things here and there. I hemmed some curtains. I made this super ugly stuffed owl. And then when we moved from a condo into a house, I was about eight and a half months pregnant. So I took a break from sewing until maybe my son was six months old. And then I started again. I started making little accessories for him, um, bibs, booties, mittens, uh, beanies, but I found my sewing groove again and began sewing every day. I started getting better and better and my friends would all say, oh, you should sell your stuff. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe I'll try it. And I got a lot of interest really quick. I started up a Facebook page and I had a six week waiting list within the first month. And I slowly had to stop taking on custom orders because I just didn't have time. My grandma gave me one of her sergers so I started sewing knits and making kids clothes. My business didn't get very big, but it was very steady and I couldn't keep up with demand. When I went back to work, I didn't have as much time to sew. So I went back to work when my son was about a year, uh, a year and three months old. So I didn't have as much time to sew because I was working as a teacher. So instead of taking orders, I slowly switched to selling only at craft shows and I still do the same craft show that my grandma used to do every year that I would help her with. And it's so awesome now because she comes to visit me at my craft shows instead of me visiting her. 
And it's just this amazing nostalgic feeling I get being at this craft show, remembering as a child, being there helping my grandma. And now I'm there with my products. It's, it's really amazing. Over the last three years I ha- I've had my sewing business, I started developing a lot of my own sewing patterns. I often would look for things and I couldn't find them, so then I would just make my own pattern. So my second baby boy was born this past August, and I found myself again with a bit more time on maternity leave, so I started my master's in educational technology and design. So I started thinking more about learning online and sort of the way that you can approach online learning and multimedia learning, and I sort of had this epiphany moment of how I could combine my love of teaching with my love of sewing. So I started to sell the patterns that I've been making over the previous few years. With the help of my husband, we started this sewing pattern business, Apple Tree Sewing Patterns. So far, I've released three patterns, a booty pattern, a bib pattern pack, and a grow with me hoodie pattern that comes, well, now there's three sizes. So three to 12 months, nine months to three years, and then I'm gonna be releasing right away a 3T to six year grow with me range. So it's one hoodie that lasts that whole range. You just roll up the cuffs and roll up the waistband and then it can kind of extend. And then right now I'm working on the super cute pants pattern, but I'm not even in testing yet. So that will be a surprise. Anyway, I'm taking my next class in my graduate program, my second class in this program, which is in multimedia design for learning. And our final project is to create a website resource that incorporates original and recycled multimedia, which is like um, digital pictures, video, audio. So I was originally thinking of doing something to incorporate my teaching because I'm a teacher. I teach chemistry. So I was thinking of doing something for my chemistry classes, but I've been spending so much time lately pattern drafting because of this new business, I thought it would be really cool to do the project around sewing instead of chemistry. So I started thinking what I could do and a sew along probably wouldn't be rich enough content to fulfill the requirements of this project. It's quite a big project and so just a simple sew along I didn't think would be enough. But since I'm learning so much about drafting right now, I thought, what if I shared this skill and helped others learn how to draft? One of the worst parts of sewing your own clothes is that if you don't have like a typical hourglass body, you often find you have to adjust the pattern to fit your body or the pattern just doesn't fit you when you're finished, which is really super frustrating because you go through all the work of making this pattern and then you don't really like the way that it looks on you. So you can spend all this time making a garment and then not like it in the end. Pattern drafting classes are available, but... There isn't much online in terms of free resources. There's a few um, paid courses that you can get through Craftsy or Creative Bug. And I've actually taken the Creative Bug one and it's really good, but you do have to pay for it. So I definitely thought a pattern drafting resource could fulfill a need. I wanted to start with something simple that would work for most people. I figured a t-shirt would be a great place to start because knit fabrics are pretty forgiving if there's any fit issues and t-shirts are pretty easy to draft and so so most people could probably find success with this. I submitted my project proposal and got approved so I've started the project. Um, There's not much online yet but it will be available by the end of March. 
So I'm super excited to bring this resource to you. You'll find it at appletreesewing.com around the end of March. In the meantime, I'll be posting some other fun sewing tutorials. So that's kind of my story of how I got here. I'm so excited to have you here to be a part of my next journey. So now I'm going to share with you my number one sewing tip. It's actually kind of a life tip, I guess. Here it is. Be okay with making mistakes. As a teacher, I say this a lot. For me, when I first started making that quilt, I made a ton of mistakes, but I was trying something new. Granted, I probably should have done a bit more research before beginning that project, but it was the project that got me back into sewing after a seven-year break. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't give up. If you're making mistakes, it probably means you're trying something new or testing your skills. Making mistakes means you're growing. Michelangelo once said, The greater danger for most of us lies not in setting our aim too high and falling short, but in setting our aim too low and achieving our mark. Set your aim high. Try something new. Maybe for you that means trying a new pattern or a new technique. Maybe it means working with a new type of fabric. Maybe it means learning how to draft your new favorite t-shirt. Practice your craft. Try something new. Be okay with making mistakes. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you'd like to learn how to draft your new favorite t-shirt or you want some sewing tips, check out my blog at appletreesewing.com. You can also find me on Instagram or Facebook at Appletree Sewing. 